I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. Unsurprisingly, I brewed again yesterday. This is my, I think my sixth beer this year, my 26th beer overall in the last about six and a half years. I've been keeping a good pace, brewing once every five weeks this year, and with increasing success. However, I realized something while writing up my thoughts after the brew day, that as much as I feel I've learned and progressed, there are always going to be glitches. And... As much as I've talked about the value of failure, talking about like small unexpected things that failure, if I can get past that, that's one thing that counts as a certain form of progress. But as much as I can avoid and manage the big disasters now, I've got all my equipment dialed in, which means, of course, it's time for another equipment upgrade, probably not anytime soon, but still, uh, there are little things that still happen. We were watching the boil at one point. Uh, me and one of the other more experienced folks there, another brewer, and both independently without discussing each other, kind of noticing the same thing. A boil should be vigorous. This drives off a lot of precursors for off flavors in beer and also uh, does something chemically in terms of uh, protein coagulation that lead to clearer beer. So the more vigorous generally, the better the beer is going to turn out. I got a big electric brew kettle this year explicitly to drive a much more vigorous boil, to improve the quality and the capabilities that I bring to bear on any given beer. So what we noticed was the boil was not vigorous. It was still holding temperature right at 220 degrees Fahrenheit as you want, but the surface of the wort wasn't roiling. It was calm. If anything, it looked like it was getting slower and slower as time went on. While we both thought it was odd, we didn't think it was odd enough to comment. Again, mostly because the temperature was not dropping precipitously if there was some sort of a disaster imminent in uh, boiling the beer, one of the final stages here. So we got to uh, get set up for some of the next stages that involved bringing the pumps back into the system to do some recirculation. I've talked about whirlpooling before, and also that's how on my brew deck I move things around so that when I'm brewing on my own like I did last month, I don't have to lift and carry a lot of heavy boiling and near-boiling fluids. I went to plug in the first of the pumps. Nothing happened. I unplugged it. I plugged it into a different outlet on the GFI pigtail that I have. Still nothing. I hit the reset button, thinking maybe the internal breaker in the GFI had tripped. Nope. No good. One of my guests then suggested I check the breaker box. Lo and behold, yes, one of the appliance circuits that both the brew kettle had been plugged into and a tea kettle that I was using to try to make some malt teas uh, to help in some of the teaching activities I had planned for the day had just overloaded the circuit enough to cause it to trip. 26 batches of beer in this kitchen, six of them with that brand new brew kettle that has this giant 2250 watt burner element in it. Never have I tripped a breaker when brewing beer before. In retrospect, it's totally head-slapping obvious. Of course, it's possible to put too much on a 30 or 40 amp circuit and overload it, especially when it's already loaded so massively by this giant uh, boil coils, this, this electrical element inside my pot. On the one hand, 
it's frustrating that a glitch like this happens. On the other, is the beer okay? Yeah, it is. I didn't pour it down the drain. It's not exactly what I intended, but it's going to be very tasty. It's just not maybe going to be quite as strong since it didn't boil and reduce down to the point that I had planned. Honestly, looking back, I've only ever poured one batch of beer out. Unfortunately, that was this year. That was my second batch uh, that I think I've talked about. And I, I definitely wrote about in uh, the value of brewing failures. I've only had one other batch that just didn't quite come out right very early on. I had an infection in the bottles. About one out of every four of those tasted fine. The other three just a little off. So I didn't share that batch. I just enjoyed the good bottles myself. And the rest went down the sink. 12 out of 13 overall. I think that's a pretty good success rate. I think any day where if I'm not hitting the target, but I'm still producing good beer. And critically, like with this glitch, learning something new. Even if it's something that's kind of obvious, but just knowing what to look out for, that's all part of a good day. One other quick realization too, and I wrote about this in the blog entry from yesterday, is that as my skills progress, the bullseye on my targets gets smaller as a consequence. So it's natural that I'm going to have these slight misses, these glitches, these misfires along the way. And again, as long as they teach me something, that's all right. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.